speed. You are listening to the sound of freedom. Welcome to Talk Sucker. I'm P, along with in alphabetical order. Izzy. Leo. Welcome to Talk Sucker, the queer themed podcast, all things queer. Here's the theme song. There's a lot been going on lately in the world and the queer world. Are they the same thing? Yes or no? Yes. Is he? Yeah. Ooh, but with less they're, confidence. They're, they're within each other. Ooh, they're within each other? What yeah. a queer answer. I love it. <laughs> All things are within each other. You know how there are certain things that people that have, you know, a diminished capacity of street people that are screaming things often go to? Like, they always talk about the CIA. Yeah. I don't know who that is. You don't know who who is? The CIA or the street people? I know what straight people are. Street people. People <laughs> uh, that live on the street. Straight people also talk about that. Well, they talk about the FBI more than the CIA. Street people, though? I don't know who's... I don't know it was a straight thing, but whatever. Anyway, this tangent officially went off the rails. Let's get back to the show. It's a queer-themed podcast. Lots of stuff has been going on, and here we go. First, I'd like to... Should we do an update on episode 12? Sure. Izzy has seen Bohemian Rhapsody, the Queen movie. It was amazing. Did you really think it was amazing? I think it was really nice. I mean, it was well put together, I think. I didn't realize until later that it was funny that it was PG-13. Huh. It was PG-13? I guess there wasn't that much crazy stuff in it. Do you think they were going to show, like, Freddie Mercury orgies? The evil... I guess he's not evil in Downton Abbey. He's just the revolutionary chauffeur. <laughs> because he was... <laughs> the revolutionary chauffeur is the evil user, Irish, you know, usurper of Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody. So I imagine him as being evil, even though, like, oh, he's not evil at all in Downton. He's unfortunately unevil sometimes. He got so boring. What did you think of him? <sighs> Sybil could have done better. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. He, he was good for better. Sybil. He was kind of great for Sybil in many ways. She was my wife. I have this game that I play where I can do an impression from Downton Abbey of people just saying the name Mr. Bates. And based on how they're saying Mr. Bates, you know, people guess who the character is. So it's a series of impressions of only from Downton Abbey and only saying Mr. Bates. It's a totally <laughs> fun game. But sometimes when I play with people, I'm like, they're not paying attention at all. <laughs> they're making fun of my impressions, but these are really good. I'll tell you, some of my impressions are really quite bad. Most of my impressions involve the person announcing, I'm such and such, you know? <laughs> is not something common amongst people who are famous. As far as I know, James Stewart wasn't constantly announcing he was James Stewart at the beginning of every sentence. <laughs> My Downton Abbey impression game is really quite good, and sometimes I'm not paying attention at all because I'll say it in an American accent. There's one American character, and they'll guess there's one American character. <laughs> oh, Mr. Bates. Which is obviously <laughs> the mother, because she's American. She is? Yeah. Yeah, she's the only American. I thought the grandma was American. Her mother is American. Yeah. The American grandmother's American, obviously. Yeah. That's why it's always so funny when they're always like, oh, the situation's not that desperate that I go to America to try and find someone rich to marry. And she, like, rolls her eyes because that's what she was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But either way, I'm like, you're not paying attention. There's no. one American character. And clearly, sometimes they have, like, an over-the-top Irish accent or whatever. And I'll be like, it's obviously one of the crazy 
crazy Irish characters. Oh, uh, like the cook? <laughs> the cook is great. See, the thing is, I, I'm not ready to do the impression game right now, because both of you have played with me, so it'd be, like, not fun. You have to play with someone new, you know? Okay. And then I'd bring my A game, my A impression game. All right. But anyway, how do we do this? Oh, because we were talking Bohemian Rhapsody update. Yeah. Anyway, I definitely think lots of parts of it were really enjoyable, and lots of parts of it I found a little bit confusing. You know, I don't in know. terms of what, like the timeline or the relationship with the Jim Hutton guy who was the waiter at first, and then whatever. I read that book that he'd written, like Mercury and Me, and it just seemed like they were together for so many years. And in the movie, it seemed like they went on one crazy, like yeah. they had one crazy night together, and then saw each other like several years later. And I was like, I kind of remember that there was like an initial meeting and whatever, and then a separation or whatever. And I remember at the end of the book, he's like, lots of people always treated me like his gardener this and that even though we had like a long standing relationship and so I was like it seemed like that guy was pretty important in his life and they didn't mention him at all yeah. and they concentrated on that woman oh and then Rami Malek who played Freddie Mercury won an Academy Award that is an Oscar commonly known as an Oscar a little Oscar Brown? trivia did you know that Oscars were given as awards for film I didn't you didn't? Well, that's a little bit of Oscar trivia that our listeners just learned right now. <laughs> if you're one of our listeners and you just learned that, I'm interested to know how. <laughs> anyway, so... You're going to sneeze? Alright, do it for the ASMR podcast. We'll just add it into the ASMR podcast. No, it went away. It went away? We should have a podcast that's all things like, oh, we're going to sneeze? Oh, I'm going to sneeze right now. And it never <laughs> happens. <laughs> um, but anyway. Hey, ASMR. Back to Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Speaking of Bohemian Rhapsody, I did catch on that basically, like, Bohemian Rhapsody a little bit makes it seem like Freddie Mercury's biggest problem was his being gay. Because it seemed like his life went, like, crazy and off track while he was, like, doing all these things. And then, like, the gay relationship was kind of edited out. But, like, they had a big focus on the straight relationship with that girl at the beginning. And they even showed them, like, hooking up and stuff. Yeah, and he was making these crazy sexual comments. Like, he was like, he's like, tell your dad that she, his daughter's a great shag or whatever. She's like, oh, lips. Do you think when people watch the movie, they're like, oh, this group of dudes that the evil chauffeur, <laughs> that the revolutionary chauffeur has brought over, this is for, like, a crazy gay orgy? Or do you think people are just like, oh, I don't know. They're gonna party? They're gonna hang out? Yeah. Because there was, like, always, like, coke or whatever on every table surface when they came into a place, you know? Yeah. I mean, so maybe kind of like gay blind, well. maybe they're gonna be like, oh my gosh, it's a gang. It's a gang. Look at all that leather and skin, Ooh, those mustaches. Maybe a gangbang. <laughs> That's the original gangbang, right? Like, you have to get gangbanged by the Hells Angels, like by a motorcycle gang, hmm. is the original gangbang. And that's the thing, to join a gang, you originally... They can get gangbang. They can beat you in, where they beat you up, where everyone gets to, like, beat you mercilessly, yeah. or you can hump your way into the gang, where they gangbang you. Yeah. That is only for a hot woman, I've heard. <laughs> not, not for regular... Biker gangs, they don't beat you up or have sex with you. Any of our biker gang members that are listening to this, I don't know if they can listen to the podcast while they're riding on a motorcycle. Sometimes people listen to music while they're riding on a motorcycle, and that seems crazy. How loud does it have to be to compete with a motorcycle? How badly do you need to listen to whatever awful music is always being used in this situation? There's different types, but it's always awful. (laughs) I think you rarely see someone on a motorcycle jamming like Mozart. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm 
Oh, uh, jazz. Oh, uh, imagine if someone wanted a motorcycle blaring jazz. I feel like actually that might be the only cool way to listen to jazz. To be like, this music is so bad, I could die at any moment. <laughs> <laughs> Israel has this one uh, class. It's a very long printmaking class. It's a studio class with a four-hour session. And he reported that his teacher is always playing jazz nonstop. Yeah. I mean, I have a couple of my friends that are like, oh, where's the jazz? Every once in a while, when when he stops playing it, and I'm like, oh, you guys. That is like the nerdy student being like, but since it's double spaced, shouldn't the paper be even longer than we put in the syllabus? <laughs> <laughs> but back to Bohemian Rhapsody. I think the reason why we, as younger people, enjoyed it more is because I feel like we knew that Queen was a thing, but we're not very familiar with it. So it's like a very interesting way to familiarize ourselves with like this thing that was like a huge phenomenon for a while. Yeah, I mean, I definitely saw a lot of queer Instagrams and stuff going crazy over it. Doing a bunch of reviews and then doing artwork of like Freddie Mercury, I guess. I don't know, it was very queer heavy. My phone was telling me that people on the internet were going crazy because they were like, Rami Malek never mentioned that Freddie Mercury was gay during his acceptance speeches on these other things and it's like okay I guess like you know is it necessary for him to be like Freddie Mercury it was like believed to be gay and this and that I guess I also said he didn't mention the, the HIV AIDS thing and I was like I guess the movie is largely about that though it doesn't seem like he needs to mention it mm-hmm. it's not like at this point anyone's gonna be like this little movie what's it about a guy you know what I mean so and then in the Oscar speech he mentioned Freddie Mercury was a gay man living with like HIV AIDS or whatever and people also were then were flipped out and like uh, Freddie Mercury had a relationship with a woman he was bisexual and other people were like did he have you know what I mean we're like debating and I was like does it truly matter you know does it matter Mm. it seems a weird thing to nitpick it matters a little bit because the gay community is sometimes underrepresented so it's important to have representations of that representation but the movie is a representation but you mean important for him to mention it outright by name and be like xyz yeah because it's like he, he's, like, representing the community, kind of. And it's, like, a very successful, very well-liked person, even among straight people. So it's just, like, it would be interesting to, like, help counteract all, all the, like, homophobia stuff and stuff. Welcome back. So things that have been happening since then. Were we still talking about Bohemian Rhapsody, or did we finish up on it? Was this movie your guys' biggest introduction to Queen's music? Yeah. yeah. Like, before I had seen some of their songs in Just Dance, and the only one of the dances that I was that familiar with was the one about this thing called Love, I think. Oh, yeah, that's one of my least favorite Queen songs. And what about you, Izzy? This was also your biggest introduction to Queen music. Watching the movie, you guys were like, oh, right, this is a Queen song. Yeah, yeah for most of the songs that they played. But I know we started listening to one of the yeah. greatest hits albums, and then we were like, even you were like, what, what is this? Yeah, a couple songs on what? I think it's funny because I think Izzy's biggest introduction to it because he watched Bohemian Rhapsody late was being around after he had watched it because he would be playing Queen non-stop specifically Radio Gaga for all of our listeners who are listening to us on the radio right now Radio Gaga is such a great song it's also a fun fact where Lady Gaga got her name from yeah have I mentioned that before? no no talk sucker oh cool and imagine there's a universe where Lady Gaga is called Lady Goo Goo from the next line, yeah. right? 
Mm-hmm. Then we looked up Lady Goo Goo. Did we talk about this already? No. No. Whatever. I mean, not on the podcast. We don't need to talk about Lady Goo Goo. I'm in a feud with Lady Goo Goo. We don't have to give Lady Goo Goo any more screen time, more air time. <laughs> I'm in a long-standing feud with Lady Goo Goo. Because she insulted my fiancé, Hatsune Miku. <laughs> That's really cool. I can't well, believe she, that she, she wasn't at that. She's holophobic, is really the thing. <laughs> is why she didn't specifically call out my fiance Hatsune Miko, but she is holoph- She's clearly holophobic. Like the comments. Who are we talking about? <laughs> Lady Google. Lady Google. Lady Google is clearly holophobic. <laughs> what else should we talk about? Category is season eleven. Ooh. So Leo clearly wants to talk about Pose. I do want to talk about Pose I'm just waiting for it Leo actually several times has been like When is Pose coming back? Pose Yeah Uh, What's Cubby up to? They're working on all the Cubby backstory now I think Cubby's gonna have his own thing Because now they're they're all family together Yeah, they brought them into the group They're gonna like pad out the Cubby's character Yeah Oh, she's trash Since Leo was actually talking about The new season of Drag Race There's no need to say spoilers Anyone ever who would ever be listening to this podcast has already seen this and every episode of Drag Race. Okay. So we can just discuss it freely. We can't spoil anyone on anything. Okay. So, spoiler alert. So, Vanjie is so much thinner than I remember her in my head. She was wearing, like, a big thing of flowers covering up her shape. She was wearing Barbie dolls around her waist. Yeah. And the one time I remember her. Yeah. Literally 100% of the time since then that I've seen her, I'm like, oh my god, Vangie is disappearing. I'm like, Vangie's, Vangie's made of a bunch of toothpicks. She's the, I've never seen someone so thin. Vangie, oh my god. No, she's pretty tiny. I feel like she looks yeah. pretty short, too. She's approaching the Ariana Grande threshold. Uh, That's how impossibly small she looks. Not in a hot way. I'm not, I'm like, Vangie, I'm like, ugh. It's like, you know that uh, Warner Brother cartoon where it was like that baby, but then like, it was an old <laughs> yeah. guy, so sometimes like he'd be smoking a cigar and like shaving and have like mm-hmm. 10 o'clock shadow. That's Vanjie. Vanjie's yeah, like the... Vanjie. <laughs> Vanjie's like if Ariana Grande and that guy, if that, those ideas were mixed, you know. <laughs> Ariana Grande had to shave like every five minutes. Her face, obviously, I'm talking about. This is my next collage series. It's going to be me putting that baby on her at Ariana Grande's like body. Oh. It makes me like either of them less. I don't know. Anyway, so let's talk about Drag Race. This first episode was a good one. Yeah. I think it was one of the best first episodes that I can remember in a while. Yeah. That being said, I forget everything about every episode afterwards. Oh, definitely. It's it's one of the better starter episodes. Because usually it doesn't start off that crazy. Because it's just like, oh, they're settling in, settling in. <laughs> and they're just like... Yeah, there. some of them hit the ground running, for sure. Yeah. They've all called out... Violet. What's her name? Ganache. Oh, Silky Ganache. Silky Ganache, everyone's like, she is just acting like a, a high, like a high-pressure loon to get mm-hmm. screen time. It's so sad. And I'm like, I guess, but... They it stopped doing started. her thing. It started off real strong with Vanjie. Vanjie hiding. Yeah. How insane is that? <laughs> yeah. She hit for so long. <laughs> she hit for so long. Yeah, it was so funny. That was classic. I do think, I was like, are these queens not suspicious that the cameraman keeps going back to check on the corner? Yeah. They're really concerned with that (laughs) corner over over there. They're just like, it's B-roll photos. (laughs) Or maybe they're like, it's another Miley Cyrus situation. I can't believe that she 
looked at Miley Cyrus and was so crazy and grabbed her. <laughs> it must be scary to be a celebrity and be like, at any moment, a random person, possibly who could crush me, might crush me. Ugh. You know, that's what happened to Houdini. A fan crushed him. A fan grabbed him because they were excited it was Houdini and they hugged him and he died. He <laughs> changed the story. In the movie, they made a movie about Houdini's life. And in the movie, he's doing this stunt where a trick where he's trying to get out of handcuffs in a straitjacket in a cube of water and he just doesn't do it and he dies. And the audience is like, oh, okay. And they get up and they leave and they're like, I guess, I guess he's not doing his thing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And I was like, that's crazy because that didn't happen. And the people's reaction is just, yeah, we came to the shows knowing that he defies death. This time he didn't do it. We got the best I, show. I want my money back. <laughs> you think they want their money back? I think they'd be like, yeah, we got the best show. That's why we were paying all those years, because we were like, we're making that bet one day he's going to die in front of us. He was just going to be like, oh, yeah, look at you. Dead in a cube of water, <laughs> like a rat, drowned like a rat in a bathtub. That would kind of suck, though, if that was the first rats and only show you swim. went to. Rats can swim, but clearly, in this situation, you've tied the rat up or weighed it down with something, you know? Okay. Yeah, I know rats are excellent swimmers. They can hold their breath for a long time. Speaking of excellent swimmers, was it a provocative slash racist choice? And I'm changing topic right now. Was it a provocative or racist choice on the part of the producers? We've been watching the new Survivor season to get a black person that was so bad at swimming. And several times it really hurt their team. And I was like, it seems like they're doing it on purpose just to make someone talk about black people being able to swim. And I thought it was a little bit weird. That being said, I love the new season of Survivor. Okay. Um, I feel like, I don't know. It, it seems like he talked about this. He was like, no one where I'm from knows how to swim. So I was like, I guess that's just a thing. Cause where does he, he from? Like, I guess they don't have access to like big watery places to swim in. So it's like, if you don't have access to it, how would you learn, you know? True. I love living near a large body of water. <laughs> I'm going to edit that out because my voice was cracking. I'm going to edit my water. Salt <laughs> water is good for your throat. This is the nasty sound section of the podcast. The ASMR lip smacking. Ooh. Welcome to mouth sounds. <laughs> mouth sounds? Loud mouth? We still have to say, what are the things you're most looking forward to? And this season of Drag Race, I think, should be pretty good. What are the things you're most looking forward to? Slash, what queens are you most into? Obviously... Every single season, I pick a queen that I am, like, in love with, either in boy form or in drag form for one reason or another. This season, it's Plastique as a boy. I'm like, oh, Plastique as a boy is so beautiful. And then, as a drag queen, I'm like, uh, those <laughs> eyebrows, I don't know. <laughs> Who else are you guys excited for? Mm. I don't know. It seems like a lot of them are kind of young, no? There are lots of, lots of Davenports, right? Oh, is that God. crazy? Davenport. Wasn't one of them like, oh, and there's a D at the end for Davenport, but it, like in the, the actual, in the middle. Yeah, or in the middle. Yeah. But like it didn't actually show it in their yeah. name tag. I was like, oh my gosh. What drag house would you most want to be in? Vanjie? Mm. No, Mateo? Ew. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be so Mateo. gross because people would be like, all you'd have to do, like, even what's her face, Alexis Mateo must be like, oh. all I do is field questions about Vanjie now. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Who would you really want to be? Mateo, that's a crazy answer. I refuse to accept. 
what the answer. Uh, I would sooner think Cameron Michaels would be. Oh. <laughs> I uh, if Katya has a house, I'd be in Katya's house. I'd love to. What's her last name though? It's a crazy Russian yeah. thing. Imagine having to be like, I'm in the house of blah, 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 blah. Fine. The Trixie's house. She, she's, she's got money now. Ooh, the house of Mattel. Mm. That'd be pretty cute. Yeah. Ooh, the house of Mattel. Pretty That's like the Barbie thing. dream house. Yeah. That's what the Mattel sister should call themselves. They should be like, we're from the Barbie dream house, aka the house of Mattel. Yeah. Bratz v. Mattel. Famous lawsuit. Can, like, trademark that. What? The house of Mattel? Like to say, oh, like the, that is the Barbie house. Do you think that there's someone with the first name Mattel? And I mean, like, someone who is named after the game maker. It's a game maker, right? A toy maker? Mm-hmm. I think so. I, I feel like people have named their kids crazier things, by far. What's the craziest Blue? name? Blue? Sky Blue? People, that wasn't his name. What's that dude's, that, that child's name? Northwest? That's kind of a cool name. Yeah, that's a cool name. Yeah. It's like pretty out there. Like Mattel is not as out there as that. I wish Northwest's first name were North by North. So then his name would be North by Northwest, like the movie. That would be an even cooler, crazier name. (laughs) (laughs) And you could already have like your... Web presence? Yeah. Completely impossible. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, you wouldn't have any searchability. You want that searchability. Unless he has like a, a company. So it'd be North by Northwest. Who buzzed? Turn it off. I wonder if we recorded when Leo Boldly was like, All of my devices are on silent, as they always are in every moment of my life. <laughs> anyway. Whatever. Alright. So, drag, drag Race? I honestly got woken up to watch Drag Race, and it felt like I couldn't believe it was happening. I was like, oh my god, it, I forgot it started right now. Even though I texted you guys earlier to be like, oh, new Drag Race. So, you guys bring me through more things that you thought were great, or that you're like, oh, this season is going to be excellent for XYZ, or what queen could you cut right now and not lose sleep over? Mm-hmm. That's the thing. The, 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 memor- the memorable queens are memorable. Who are the bottom three? Uh, Soju. I liked her. Did she leave? She she did. Mm-hmm. That's too bad because I thought that she could be entertaining for a few challenges. She she seemed like she could have done something fun. And she just had trouble getting her footing. She'll be back. Then, Don't worry, Soju. I'm sure she's listening to this, you know. Oh, do you yeah. think we could she, do some pointers on her and be like, oh, this is like... Like right now, this is the Soju training session? Yeah. What would you tell Soju? What would, if so- Soju's out there, you know, listening. Be like, oh, I love your confidence. Like, she didn't really seem phased by that, by the making of the clothes, but it just was bad at execution. And I think she could learn from it. The clothes I thought were not that bad because I thought it could look like an interesting kind of a crazy wild design. But some of the details were so bad that you were like, it down marketed the rest of the things. Like, oh, that crazy knot working in the back was too random and too awful. Like, if it had been like a design of knots, you'd be like, oh, that's cool. It's a detail in the back. Mm -hmm. But it was just kind of like someone being like, I guess we could tie a million knots, (laughs) strap this thing to you. Yeah, random, random knots. Yeah, we could tie dozens of random knots. Yeah. So, you know, clearly. They're not looking at the back. They're not looking at the construction of it. They're like, just kill with your face. No one will be, no one will be looking at those knots. And, and they're behind me. The other bottom girl was the daughter of Coco Montrese. Ooh, Coco. Oh, right. And then, who was the one that came in third? Because she's the one that I was like, I hope she goes. The bodysuit wearing one, or I don't remember. I one of them had an outfit. There was one had such a bad outfit, and I was like, oh my god, it looks like her crotch is eating her outfit. <laughs> trying to that was, that was the one that you... That was Montrese? No? no, I did not like that one. 
was it? We should do something. Oh, maybe it was with pictures of it. We should. Oh, our new podcast with pictures. Like when we're watching it, we can do like a response to it. Any other drag race topics to bring up, or should we just wait as the episodes come in and when something moves us, we'll be excited. Yeah. What about this, real quick though? Guesses for who will win or be top three if you have them go. New guesses. I obviously think Plastique is good, but I don't think. Unless she fixes her eyebrow game dramatically. <laughs> you think she's funny? She seems cool and she seems interesting. And they liked her silhouette and she said she does that a lot. Tight mm-hmm. cinch waist with. So I was like, if the thing that she does a lot, her go-to, they really responded well to. It might be the thing where Michelle Visage in a few episodes is like, what else can you do besides the thing you do perfectly that you're known for? Show us something else. A little bit, I'm like, you know, that's their brand. But also it's kind of like, you're a bit young to be like, this is the only thing I do. Yeah, yeah. So I see, I see both sides. Yeah. But either way, Plastique, I hope she fixes her eyebrow game, and then I'd like to see her go far. Who else? Vanjie. Vanjie. Yeah, I could Silky. see Van- Vanjie turning it up. I could see Silky mm. if she chills out a bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't pay for her. Who's the one that looks like an honest woman that I'm like, that's a woman? Silky. Is it Silky? Is it Silky? I don't yeah. think so. No? I, think that's what, that, I thought that's the comment that you made when you first saw her. One of the no, I think he he made the comment while, while she was being introduced, but while the camera was on someone else. Yeah, uh, I can't remember. I'm really bad at learning the, the queen's names, but one of them, I'm like, oh my god. So that is my vote for. I was like, she, something about her. She is fantastic. She, I'm not doubting it. She's she's a drag queen. She's a queen. You know, she's whatever. I mean, who who was the name of the person that won? I couldn't tell you. Ooh, Leo. We've only watched the episode yeah. once, unless you watched some more. I, yeah, I, I, we've only watched the episode once, and I'm not that familiar with all these queens. Yeah, me either. I know their relationships, kind of. Like, I think either it was the girl from Canada, or it was it was someone else. It, it it wasn't the girl from Canada. The girl from Canada wore something else. Hmm. Okay. She wore the Sharon Needles outfit. We'll probably watch it again, and we'll have other things to say in future episodes. I'll redeem myself. Don't yeah. worry. I'm, I'm, for, I'm, I'm, <laughs> for now, we can move on and just be excited about it. What seems like a good season of Drag Race, but for now should we yeah. press on? Yeah. yeah. Okay. One thing we should talk about: another TV show. And again, not that we're super TV focused, but it happened. Well, we are. The Masked Singer. Ooh. Ended. That's one of the names that I can't say unless I say it like really specifically and stop after each word. You know, otherwise I'm just it sure it sounds like yeah. a slur of consonants. I'm sure it sounds like a bad Scrabble tale. If for I just for me, it. that that thing is the Roger. <laughs> That's for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to Mass Singer. Who felt like they were good at this game? He's baiting me, but it's true. I was so good at the Mass Singer. I know it's not about that, but I guess who did I guess correctly? Not the football player. Ricky Lake. Mm-hmm. Ricky Lake. Um, Tori Spelling. Um, that Joey Fatone. You got the B. I don't think I got the B. Yeah, you did. Gladys Knight? Yeah, Gladys Knight. That was one of the ones that I had help from the internet with. I thought so, but the other ones I was just like, no, this is Ricky Lake, this is okay. Tori Spelling. Who was who the other one? Um, peacock? Said, the Peacock. Oh, Donny Osmond? Mm-hmm. I called him first episode. I was like, oh, that's Donny Osmond, for sure. Okay. Although, at, at one point, I was like, or Tom Jones, which is laughably far away and bad. Um, and who was the other one? There's another one. Y- you guessed like, uh, Tori Spelling. You guessed the first Latoya Jackson. Oh, Latoya Jackson, I guess, super early as well. There's another one. 
Caputo? You didn't get Caputo? Margaret Cho. That Margaret Cho, I had no idea. Chi Chin oh. Chan. I didn't get that Caputo. one. Didn't I didn't get Terry Bradshaw. Yeah. I didn't get... And T-Pain was... The, my, my guess at the beginning was Chris Brown. And I then saw on the internet that people were like, it's T-Pain for sure. And I was like, that's meaningless to me except yeah, for... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know that he auto-tunes is his thing, right? Yeah. And that's why when he was like, when people like, do they, people consider you a singer? He's like, some people do. I was like, oh, do you like my mass singer voice? Mm-hmm. I thought there was someone else, I guess, right from the yeah. show. There were six to start off with, right? The line was no one. Like, <laughs> damn. No one that I know. Like, yeah. yeah. What, what, what I know her from? Rumor Willis. Right, that's who it was, Rina Wellis. Yeah, Yeah, she's one of those people that has famous parents, so like, I concede that she is famous because she has famous parents, but I don't know what that necessarily means. Okay. I'll be honest with you, I don't think that they were the actual celebrities up until the episode that they get eliminated. I think these celebrities are way too big a deal to be like, yeah, even though there's no way you can tell it's me, I'll dance around in a costume, and there's no way they're live singing wearing that thing. So it's clearly they're gonna be like, I'm gonna be dancing around in a costume to pretend to lip sync. There's no way that was live singing with wearing crazy costumes like that. Here, here's the thing, though. Yeah. This last episode, it seems like they were trying to make a big deal out of, like, the bees, like, oh, they, they had to cut out the my- mouth hole. That seems like one of those things where she just found it uncomfortable, you know? But there's no way they're live singing in a place that big to record a show yeah. for network TV wearing crazy masks. No one... There's no... Sound equipment that could record that and have it be fine enough to show or play for Would anyone. You, it's clearly they have to be lip syncing to pre-recorded stuff. Would you be into it if it was like live and then you can hear them heavy breathing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That mic just like rattling around in a mm-hmm. giant head or whatever nonsense character. Oh, All the know. chains slapping around <laughs> from the like straight jackets or whatever. Yeah, there's just no way that that a celebrity they're gonna be like, yeah, I'm definitely gonna go dance around and like whatever. And it's like they clearly know which episode they're getting eliminated and they're like yeah. record this many tracks on the same day. And I'm not upset because it's a fake sh- game. Or, you know what I mean? A fake show. It's an entertaining show about something I don't really care about. So I'm like, it's even more entertaining if I like it. And I'm not into singing. But it's kind of like, you know, I don't think that it's true. Like, in the episode where he was revealed, Joey Fatone seemed even more like he was busting out of that outfit. And I was like, they got someone chunky, but Joey Fatone is, like, strapped in. He looked like he was wearing an astronaut suit. He was, like, so in that puffy white outfit. And I was like, they clearly were, like, just trying to be, like, strapped in this, like, straight jacket to, like, conceal his body. But, you know. Yeah, he was, what, the rabbit? He was, yeah, the rabbit in the straight jacket, yeah. I was like, that's Joey Fatone. I know every inch of his body. So what else besides Mass Singer? Here we go. Oh, you know what? There is a famous podcast called Serial. Are you guys aware of it? That'll be our spinoffs. There's dozens of spinoffs of the Serial podcast where they eat and try cereal, and I've listened to all of them because I love cereal. I'm very into cereal. (laughs) The the food, you know, the the human animal food. It's like human dog food, basically, but I love it. I didn't even think about it like that. Oh, really? It's weird because sometimes I'm like, oh, it's cool. Animals, they eat lots of cereal. You know, I'm like, that's cool. I'm like, I eat lots of cereal, too. I get that. 
<laughs> I have cereal for almost every meal. And then sometimes so they get cereal. excited. I have a joke. This is the preference of dogs, what they have for food. Okay. Second place, dog food. First place, anything else besides dog food. <laughs> Their favorite things to eat. Anyway. So cereal, the podcast, was a huge deal. And everyone was like, did you listen to cereal? Did you listen to cereal? And you know. People loved it. And it has a really great theme song. Do you guys know the cereal theme song? No. no. Maybe if someone could get it up, we could listen to it and then talk about it for a second. Because it's really fantastic. And I'll keep Not talking it. about cereal. I'll, I'll do it in a second when we're talking cereal. I love cereal, so I listen to all these cereal podcasts. And some of them are really fun. And some of them I'm like, oh, this would be my answer. One of them had, like, this person would ask, like, ask everyone the same series of questions. Like, which cereal mascot would you want to party with for the night? I had a bunch of answers for that one. I was like, it depends on what kind of night you want to have. <laughs> if you're, like, going to some place where you hate, you bring, like, Lucky from, like, Lucky Charms. And you just, like... Like he's gonna get drunk and start knocking <laughs> I was like, if you want to have like a chill night, you want to go to a club and like pick up some like strange, you go with with the uh, Sugar Bear, of course. Sugar Bear. Sugar Bear is so sexy and so cool. Who's Sugar Bear? Can't sugar. get enough super golden crisp. Sugar Bear. He's oh. like, right. I think so. I think I'm. Thinking what sugar cereal bear. does he? Super golden crisp. I think. No? Cereal what? Isn't he from Super Golden Crisp? Sugar I don't know what su- Super Golden Crisp. I think I've are. seen it, but I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah, I don't like it. I only like to eat a couple cereals, but either way. Ugh, show me this like bear. You gotta show me how I'll show you this bear and we'll listen to the theme song to the cereal. But we got some new cereals to try them and I think we should discuss them right now. Ready? Okay. So this is our cereal spin-off cereal version, just segment yeah. of this one episode. We didn't know yeah. the whole episode, but okay. The first one we got was the Frosted Flakes with the Lucky Charms Marshmallows. I got it just because I'm a huge Lucky Charms fan, and I just wanted to try it. Yeah. It was so boring. Yeah, yeah, it was really boring. Don't try it. Don't try it. I'd rather just have, like, regular Frosted Flakes. And I wouldn't like to have those. If I ever have Frosted Flakes again in the future, it'll be too soon. Not that they're horrible, but it's just kind of like, you know... Oh, I used to eat them dry all the time. Just like... I like them sometimes when the frosted flakes are included in some other stuff. Like, I like frosted flakes, but just a bowl of frosted flakes I'm not interested in. Next, we have Cinnamon Toast Crunch is one of my favorite cereals. And then we tried two variants of it. Cinnamon Toast Crunch Chocolate. What did you guys think? Mm. It was alright. It was... I liked it, it better dry. Chocolate. Yeah. Same. Dry, I was like, oh, it's chocolatey and cinnamony. And then with the milk, I was like, oh, it's losing a few things that I like from Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah. The original is just like the best one. Original CTC. Such a classic. So Mm -hmm. great. This episode is sponsored by Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh my god, how much Cinnamon Toast Crunch are they going to send us now that we say we'd like Cinnamon Toast Crunch? That's the thing. We've admitted that we're constantly going to be buying Cinnamon Toast Crunch. So now, will they give it to us for free? No. Isn't that how it works? No. No. They give us a, like, manufacturer's coupon. Like, you, you know what? If they're not going to sponsor us, then this this episode is brought to you by the opposite of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Of regular bread with salt, and it's soggy. Oh, <laughs> soggy, salty bread is sponsoring our episode? <laughs> anyway, you know, I groan, but when you get down to it, I actually really like soggy, salty bread. I'm not just saying that because they've sponsored the episode. <laughs> Alright, we'll wait till Leonard finishes doing the barrel She 
hit the ground. She hit the table hard. She was like, yeah, for real. <laughs> that is the sound of body positivity. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh okay. no so this is why she comes to me <laughs> chocolate cinnamon toast crunch it was fine dry and i'm gonna employ oh uh, you know what i was gonna employ the dry stuff i was gonna turn into a crust to make this like crazy flavored cheesecake with some chocolate covered strawberries that i made recently then i ate all the chocolate covered strawberries yesterday they were right at that perfect moment i ate like a pound or two of them <laughs> <laughs> Because the first time I tried them, I was like, oh, they're not that good. But then they, the berries ripened some more within the chocolate, so it became sweeter. And they had a better texture. And I was like, oh, they had that perfect point. Whereas I don't before, know. I feel like the chocolate was, like, too hard, too soft. Uh, too soft. Oh. When you first tried it, it was too soft. And afterwards, I was like, I made the chocolate shell too thick. Mm. I made the chocolate shell too thick, so. Yeah. Ooh. Save it for a chocolate cooking podcast yeah. or our cereal. What's our podcast? chocolate cooking podcast called? Whatever, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Next, cinnamon toast churros. Mm. Thoughts? <laughs> Would you call me? <laughs> Both of them are like, why are you asking us about churros? Racist. Because we tried it. Now they're like giving me a look. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. My review of the churro cereal is that it was basically like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. However, it had a different shape and texture. My main issue with Cinnamon Toast Crunch is that the milk absorption rate is super fast, super high. When people serve Cinnamon Toast Crunch and start churning it in the milk, I'm like, you're making a mistake. That's not going to work out. You're going to be eating slop. The churros version is the kind of cereal that you could pour a bowl of and go take a shower and then come eat. And it was good. It was fine. I just felt like the texture and taste of the original CTC is better, is superior. Okay. Thoughts? Response? So, churros is just for the niche option if for some reason you need to pour yourself a cereal and then take a shower and then come back and eat the cereal. Well, let's say this, for what percentage of the listeners are they like, you know what? I love the first three spoonfuls of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but after that, it's just way too soggy. I wish I could eat Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but that stuff is like sponges. That stuff is, you know, Monet Exchange would be like impressed with the description <laughs> of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Mm. And so I feel like if that's you out there, buy Cinnamon Toast Crunch churros. We're sponsored by yeah. Cinnamon Toast Churros. Yeah. They specifically, but regular Cinnamon Toast Crunch didn't. And soggy is salty bread. so it's the opposite we get super soggy stuff but then we get stuff that it's like never gonna go soggy and those cooking shows where they like give you poison like elements sometimes lots of the worst things that they do to people is when they make them get their bread wet and when people get their bread wet they stop thinking clearly i was always like if my bread got wet on the show i would immediately have to do something extreme to conceal the fact that my bread got wet like i was like the first thing you'd have to do is press it out into like a flat thin like layer and then fry it or something (laughs) what else could you do frying it doesn't seem like a good option because it seems like you would get grease everywhere no you have to press the water out of it okay you have to press it down to like a thin like solid bread crust and then fry it because otherwise maybe one situation where wet bread would be appealing yeah even if it's like oh well i soaked this bread and like i mixed it with this meat like you'd have to do something drastic to it like you could soak it in more milk and then mix it with meat and make it some sort of like meatball or stuffing or Mm -hmm. stew or whatever but to serve anyone wet bread like you cannot disguise wet bread it's disgusting you have to you have to change it dramatically yeah 
that was one thing where I was, I was, I was like, oh, I'd take the wet bread and it'd immediately be like, these are turning into like fritters or like fried bread cakes. Yeah. All right. One thing I wanted to talk about, another TV thing, because this is gay, gay related. We're watching that show, The Orville. That's like a Star Trek idea. Yeah. There's a race of people that they're all male. They have an only male society and civilization. The small percentage of their children that are born females, they genetically, they immediately alter so that they become male. And they view heterosexual relationships as disgusting and they're like, you should be killed, basically. Like, they're the most heterophobic, like, the most heterophobic society ever dreamt up. The anti-women? Yes. Like, like, I mean, like, of other races. They're not necessarily anti-women of other other races, they're in the sense, relationship with women th- yeah if you had a relationship with a woman they're like that is disgusting and yeah. it offends our way of life you're so gross but like if they saw like a, a t- two lesbians they, they wouldn't be t- turned off by that or anything they wouldn't be interested and if it was someone from their culture slash planet who was doing it or, or enjoying it they would be like so grossed out by that that they would want that person to die oh. it was basically they were like they insult our way of life they should die but, but what about what, what do you think would happen if there was two females of their species hooking up with each other that probably exists in like some sort of bizarre like if they have an underground society of people that didn't want to alter the woman so they're like we have to go live in like this cave and like after time they grew with more people who are like we're okay with it but besides that there'd be no situation where it'd be okay so to remove them those two women and show them to the regular people they'd probably kill them Mm. don't you think they'd be like you shouldn't exist and now here you are like you existed for like years and you're everything our culture hates you and here you are like scissoring no they would kill and they're a violent culture like like the the first thing more okay with a homosexual coupling than a straight coupling of their species you know what i'm saying that's what i was trying to get at i guess it depends on how butch they are (laughs) (laughs) if they're like lipstick mocklins you know (laughs) As the case is. But either way, that's a cool thing to watch. If you're looking for more heterophobic content, check out The Orville. Brought to you by The Orville. You know what's the favorite thing to eat on The Orville? Soggy, wet, salty oh. bread. Ooh, it's spicy. Ooh, yay. Mmm, so good. Ooh. Uh, the thing is, it's honestly, it fills you up, you know? it fi- when, I do- when I want a lot of being full and not very many calories yeah and go soggy salty wet bread you can oh. also bring it to your like parties and stuff and like it would be like a pre-game yeah. quenches your hunger <laughs> and your thirst <laughs> yeah and it travels really well it does not get very much ruined traveling it stays the same uh, for how long for as long as you have it. <laughs> soggy bread yeah depends on the temperature you're storing yeah. don't get it moldy yeah don't right. do that or you get your penicillin yeah, it turns into medicine. If you store it improperly, it just turns into medicine. So wow, it's even better. No. <laughs> wow. Our that, entire podcast is going to be brought to us by Soggy Salty Web That That's what the UK is going to do when Brexit comes around. They're just going <laughs> to buy Soggy Salty Bread. You think that's going to be a huge mess? I am not really in a position. Like, I'm, I'm not really in a position where I know everything So uh, about the, this deal. But, like, from what people who have described it have been talking about it, I was like, oh, this is crazy. This could be, like, crazy. Because they yeah. seem freaked out. And I, I, 
I don't know. Do you, yeah, do, do you think do you think that it could lead to some large chain of events? Like NATO tries to step in, and then Theresa May makes like a, a grab for power, and there's like a schism between like quote unquote respectable nations. Or no, you think they're just going to be like, this is a mess. We have to do some solution X Y Z. I hope the UK will be fine at least until November. For Drag Race UK? No. Drag Race UK, yeah, I'd, I'd love it when it came out, but my real concern is if the U- everyone in the UK died or something crazy happened, like because of like some crazy war or pandemic or famine, Pokemon wouldn't release their new game based in the UK. That is so sad. It's already made, no? It's No, it's, oh, it's in progress. Okay. But the thing is that if if the UK was destroyed, they'd be like, oh, we can't put this out like often like you don't think they'd be like this is dedicated to everyone in the uk that died of the epidemic flu uh, of the what was it uh famic famine pandemic epidemic i i I don't i don't whatever the situation any of the situations by which they were wiped out the the thing is that like i feel like that's not usually pokemon cell because they like for example near 9-11 they destroyed they they banned a bunch of pokemon episodes that included towers or pokemon (laughs) destroying towers uh, true. The Tower of Terror in which Ash dies. Uh, spoilers. Jeez. I'm it so sorry. <laughs> oh, everyone saw spoilers, that episode. Spoilers. Anyway, so yeah, so I, I think instead of doing that, they just wouldn't release it out of sensibility, right. which would be really unfortunate because I've been waiting for this my whole yeah. life. Well, yeah, yeah I've, I've been, been waiting next... for the next Pokemon game my whole life. Specifically the next one? Why? Or just because, because there's always the next one. All right, okay. I'm always waiting for the next one. Do we have anything else to wrap up, or should we just say our goodbyes? Do our little thing. And uh, signing off, I'm P. You can find me uh, at TalkSucker. I'm Izzy. You can find me on Instagram at Q-U-E-S-A-N-O-C-H-E. Ugh, they better not cancel Taskmaster if the UK goes down. Okay, and that's uh, Leo, and you can't find him anywhere on the internet. Yeah, don't don't even look. Oh. Don't try. Don't I'm, try. I guess you could find me if you really looked hard enough, but yeah. I don't. His name is. I won't say anything. His name is Leo Google. Middle name is Leo. Okay. Bye. <laughs>